0: I was just about to tell Emily a story, and then I asked if we should record it just for fun, just to open it up. And so that's what we're doing. Uh, and it's about this one time that okay, so my one dream thing, like a uh, not even an if I was rich, but like the only reason I would even want to be remotely rich, right, yeah. is to have a pool. I've always wanted. I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before or not, but I love. I love swimming. I love to swim. It is relaxing. It is fantastic exercise. I'm always exhausted in that really satisfying way after a good swim that like your whole body feels like it's like done work and you kind of want to just like lay still and enjoy like the endorphins, right? Um, And I miss swimming because swimming... so. The the biggest problem with swimming is that there's, like, such a high threshold for activity, and, like, you have to get ready to go to a public swimming pool. You go through the public swimming pool, through the locker room. You rinse off in the shower. Maybe you put on a shower cap first, and that's... In my experience, because I've only ever done like a swim or like a swim cap, not a shower cap, a swim cap. When I had way too much hair to be cramming under a swim cap, <laughs> and so it was like the the weirdest experience where I just had like a little cone head because the bun underneath <laughs> my swim cap was gigantic. And you then you get in the pool. It's kind of cold, and then you swim, and as you swim, you start to warm up, and it feels really good, and then you get out of the pool, and you're wet, and you're cold, and you go into the, um, into the locker rooms again, and you have to, like, shower and, like, wash everything down, get the chlorine off of you. You've been in a public pool. People have seen you in a swimsuit. That's disappointing. That's really probably... (laughs) And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. I am body positive. I think it's important that we all love the bodies we're in. I think swimsuits were specifically designed to hurt people's feelings. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> or maybe just mine. I hope no one else feels that way about swimsuits. I hope everyone loves their body in a swimsuit. I wish I could. <laughs> oh. Um, so, uh, anyway, I I have gone on the longest ramble just to say, like, it's, it's a process, and then you have to try and, like, struggle into your sports bra and wet skin, which is, I don't, for any listeners who have not experienced that, um, it is a Herculean effort that it takes to to struggle into something that is tight when your skin is wet, I think is, like, the main crux of that. It, you have to, like, fit your shoulders through an unreasonable space it's set and then peel it down yeah yeah um and so uh it's always been a dream of mine to have a swimming pool but swimming pools are not sustainable and that is a thing that like i want i just i feel like it's so important to think about even though it's technically like all of our individual efforts couldn't really save anything outside of like stopping you know the, the actual percentage of impact done by, we won't get into it. Anyway, um, <laughs> I've always wanted a swimming pool. They're expensive. They're bad for the environment. They, it's a lot of water. The chemicals can be really bad for, like, everything surrounding it. Um and so there are there's just a lot that goes into it so one time i like got really 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 into it was like a day i had the day off i took the whole day i i researched like natural swimming pools so pools that use plants as filtering systems instead of chemicals to filter and i actually really like the idea of having plant filtering systems especially for a personal pool where it's like I wouldn't feel so weird about sharing that space with a bunch of other people anyway, then it just kind of comes down to the water. This is all to say, Emily and I were looking at houses on Pinterest and, uh, I wanted pool. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it? That's the opener? Yeah. (laughs) Five minutes. That's insane that I just rambled that hard for five minutes.
1: (laughs) I really liked it. I thought it was a nice story. Thanks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there's uh, there's this place, there's, like, this pool company, but I'm pretty sure they're based out of London or something, but they do, like, designer natural pools. Um, they were really beautiful. I'll have to see if I can find the link and send it to you sometime. But, yeah, it was, like, designer natural pools, so... Some natural pools kind of look like ponds, like they go really hard on the natural end of things.
1: Mm-hmm. That's um, what I always pictured when you said would, natural pools.
0: Yeah, but then there's these designer ones where it's like they have the water like filtered through the plants that are like in... Pl- I don't know, It's it seemed complicated, but really beautiful.
1: That sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. I think there are probably going to be more and more sustainable options for things like pools, things that people want and don't want to give up. So I don't think you have to bully yourself about how it's not sustainable. I agree that there are collective actions that each of us can take as individuals and that responsibility lies with individuals and corporations and governments, it lies with all of us to make more sustainable choices. But I do think technology will keep advancing in the direction of sustainable living. So hopefully by the time you can afford a pool, there will be plenty of options out there, not just in London, for pools that are more (laughs) natural, fit better with the environment don't require quite as much upkeep or quite as many chemicals. And won't be just like a little backyard pond that might not meet your aesthetic interests. Hopefully you can take <laughs> all of your boxes while being not as hugely impactful on the planet. Yeah,
0: I want it all. I want it all. I want it to be beautiful and sustainable And I want to exercise. And maybe I want to swim naked in that pool, you know? But it's my pool, so... So you can. Um, Surrounded with trees. No swimming suits. See, I'm body positive. It's literally the swimsuits. (laughs) What is it about swimsuits? Swimsuit negative. Body positive. Okay?
1: That's funny. Maybe I'll send you my swimsuit. It's really cute. I'll send you a link to my swimsuit. I'm not going to send you my swimsuit.
0: Um, maybe I'll just give you maybe my swimsuit. Just give you
1: mine. Um, <laughs> no, it was really, really expensive. It's the most expensive thing I've ever bought. Probably not, but it was really expensive, and it's super flattering, and I like it a lot. So I'll just I'll send you the link for that. It's just I really wanted <laughs> a swimsuit that could cover my butt. Like I'm also body positive. That's the thing. I'm all about other women having their butts out at the beach. Go for it. Me, I want butt in. I have a nice butt. I like my butt. But I'm gonna keep it to myself. I'm going butts in at the beach. <laughs>
0: we're we're kind of here at Play on K, we are kind of like personal butts in people. Because I do I love a good butt. I do I I I'm a butt person. I like to see butts. <laughs> um <laughs> so, but I also yeah. like my butt to be on the inside of whatever clothing I'm wearing and not halfway out of it when other people are in my vicinity. Yeah. Typically. It's it's a it's a choice. Yeah. I'll be
1: nude at home. I'll wear my little booty shorts at home, for sure. <laughs> but uh out in public, at the beach, at the pool, I'm gonna be butts in. You can be butts out. I don't <laughs> care. Do you do you. And I would love to see it. But <laughs> For me, butt's in, and it took me a really long time, an absurdly long time, to find a swimsuit that would cover my butt. Cause apparently nobody else <laughs> wants that. Nobody else wants my butt covered. And thank you guys, thank you, but <laughs> I'm gonna keep it on the DL. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it under wraps. And the swimsuit I did found was made, did find, was made by an Australian company. It's made out of God, what's it called? I want to say swimsuit, but that's literally what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> the thing you go surfing in. Oh wetsuit. Wetsuit. Thank you. They're so similar that my brain just short-circuited. It's made out of wetsuit material, so it's real durable. Sticks to your body like a glove, but like in a comfortable way. Very flattering. I like mm-hmm.
0: it a lot. And also probably kind of warm.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't know. I've only worn it in my child's kiddie pool on our balcony outside because i'd never go swimming so (laughs) i've had it for like four years now and i've only worn it once on my own balcony
0: but i'm sure in other conditions
1: it would do really well
0: yeah i haven't gone swimming in years so i know how that goes i can't remember the last time i bought a swimsuit i did go swimsuits shopping this summer when i was feeling very ambitious about my own motivation to leave the house and go swimming and then i didn't even follow through with the purchase so <laughs>
1: it's hard to do it's hard to do i i think you and i are both natural savers we like to pretend we're going to go shop and then we like to think of our money like scrooge mcduck in a big old pile <laughs> in our homes Uh, actually i think i like that better than this swimsuit i think i like my big pile of imaginary money that i am not going (laughs) to spend on this swimsuit so i will keep that thank you
0: yeah yeah it's buck so i was going to buy from a company so my current work does this like reward program where we can shout each other out um and be like hey you did a great job and you were exemplar, exemplary, exemplary? Ex- well, damn. Templar. You did a great job. <laughs> exemplar. <laughs> um, you did a great job. And so here is money to get a gift card with. And then there's, like, a bunch of gift cards we can pick from. Oh, nice. And there was a company that I know does pretty good, like, athletic stuff that I can get a gift card from. It's too many steps is the thing. Because you have to, like, I do have money. I have had people say, you do a good job sometimes. <laughs> um, And so I do have some money. But it's – so the steps are you go and you purchase the gift card. And then the gift card gets emailed to you, like – I don't know. It was pretty quick the one time I did it. It was only like a couple hours later. But you have to have like a couple hours of forethought. And so I put everything in my cart and then realized I don't actually currently have the gift card. I just have like the idea of the gift card at this time. And then I, yeah, I just didn't circle. It's so many steps is the thing. So between the, yep, yeah, I also have that Scrooge McDuck. I, I don't spend money very much. Not big spenders, Emily and Raquel here at Play on okay. K. No. And then uh, when you make too many steps between me and the spending of money, my brain says, no, we don't need it that bad. <laughs> hmm
1: Yeah, 100%. You put more than, like, two to three steps in between something that I really, really want and me. No, I'm not gonna get it. It's not gonna happen. Unless it's food. Maybe I would do that for food. I feel like the area that you and I spend most on is food.
0: Big time. I spend way too much money on food. Uh, I will order insane amounts of food at delivery cost and then be sad when I am paying, like, $60 for a meal that should be, like, $30. Oh my god! But also... But also good food (laughs) that arrives at my door.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. I guess it's a place of privilege to live in Tokyo and be like, Raquel, you just walk five minutes and you can get any food you want. So it's like, when we do order delivery and it is $50, it's
0: like, it feels very shameful. Like you could have just picked something else. It still does. It is harder because... um, Albuquerque is a very spread out town. Yeah, it's not it's like different. a compact area. Yeah. And it, like, it's not, I'm not gonna lie, it's not super fun to walk anywhere here. The, it, listen, I, I kind of like Albuquerque okay. I spend a lot of time in my house, I don't go places. <laughs> and there's a lot of crime in this city. One time... I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast. One time a car exploded in the alley behind my house. Someone lit a car on fire in the alley. I don't even live in a a quote-unquote bad neighborhood. Someone just had a car they wanted to light on fire, and they did it 30 feet from my house. (laughs) Terrifying. It was not investigated. Our (laughs) Our neighbors tried to have that investigated, and both the Albuquerque PD and the city of Albuquerque said, Investigate what? (laughs) It was lit on fire. There's nothing to investigate. And we were like, cool. We loved that. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Thank you for your service. Um, That is a nightmare (laughs) city. You are describing a nightmare.
0: I I live in the apocalypse city.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't like that. I mean, good that you've found... Good that you've found an option where you don't have to go outside for food. That sounds safer, but it sucks that it's yeah. twice as expensive as going out and getting food. Just for your safety? Okay. Awful. <laughs> you guys, this city At is what a mess. Cost? <gasps> <laughs> Should we just ramble on forever? Should we just... Okay, so I listen to the Lee Evie Korean Drama Podcast sometimes, clearly not often because I think she changed her name quite a while ago to the Eevee Korean Drama Podcast. I think she took off one of her names, even though, you know, I got to email her about it because that's an atrocity. Her name is the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. It's just optimal. Lee Eevee, yeah. Lee Evie could not have a cooler name. Yeah. So we don't need Both to. Shorten of those it. names
0: stand alone are very cool, but together they're a super name. I'm just saying Lee Evie.
1: <laughs> Bring it back. Bring Lee Evie back. So, anyways, <laughs> she's, she calls this ramble mess at the beginning of shows waffling, which I assume is an Australian term. And I love that so much because I love waffles. Should we keep waffling? <laughs> Or um, should we get into Hellbound? I feel like I'm just delaying the inevitable because there's no fun facts about Hellbound.
0: Yeah, we we looked up not many fun facts. Together, the power between us, we can maybe come up with 1.5 fun facts. So
1: it'll mostly just be <laughs> a review. And yeah. you guys already know how we feel about this show. But we
0: can review it. We can do that. Yeah. I, we can do that. Um I will say that I love I before we move on from waffling, um I love both the terms. I do love waffling a lot. That is a very good term. Um Australians are once again proving that they might have the superior English dialect. Um but uh big thing for me that you called it that I maybe maybe the Americans have some contenders not that it's really like American English to say it I just really liked it it's more like Emily English Emily might have the superior dialect ramble mess is very good
1: <laughs> oh I was waiting because I can't remember anything I say after it comes out of my mouth so I didn't know what you were gonna say that I said but ramble mess is did you right. think it's gonna Yeah. Did
0: you think I was going to roast you? Because the way you said, oh, no, made it sound like you thought I was going to just, like...
1: It's more like (laughs) I thought I was going to roast myself. I thought you were going to be like, you said Um, something really cute. And then I would hear it back and be like, no, that's really stupid. I shouldn't have said that. So it was more (laughs) past me roasting present me with just her dumb thoughts. But it turned out all right. I'm... Grateful that you're such a big fan of mine. Thank you. Always. Yeah.
0: You are my favorite person,
1: which... (gasps) You're my
0: favorite person. Might be narcissistic, because we're kind of the same person Yeah, we're the same person.
1: That's why you're my favorite person, (laughs) and I'm your favorite person. And we work together forever. (laughs) This is is the success of our podcast. (gasps) Wait, okay, before we start. Success of our podcast. We... Have surpassed twenty five thousand downloads. Oh yeah,
0: I saw I saw that, on that post you made on Instagram. I'm finding out with the rest of you listeners. That's how much. That's how good I am at this. That is amazing, though. I'm I have I'm so grateful. I honestly can't believe it. I n- listen. I I don't want anyone to think about how it's been going on for five and a half years. So maybe it makes sense to have that many listens at least. I want everyone to keep in perspective that we have done so little <laughs> to, to um, get the word out there about our podcast, and yet somehow, against all the odds, we have reached a number that I would consider unattainable, honestly.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I... It's kind of unfathomable, right? I mean, yeah, like you said, it's been five and a half years almost, so I don't know. I just... There's no shame about that for me. I'm just so proud of us for keeping this podcast going for so long, even though nobody wanted us to. Nobody asked for this, (laughs) but we also didn't give them a chance. We didn't put ourselves out there. We just kept making what we were making. We never advertised. We never said, hey, come listen to our podcast
0: because we're too lazy for that. Yep. And we also never said, hey, do you guys like this? Wait, I think we have said that. And people have confirmed just literally the, like, 15 listeners that we've talked to. Just, you know, wherever we've talked to you, if it was via email or Instagram or Twitter, y'all are the reason we queue this up. You really are.
1: Thank you. Thank you, guys, for not only listening, but telling us you're listening. And thank each and every one of you for downloading this show 3,000 times. I don't know what the math is. It's 25,000 divided by 15 people. (laughs) It's going to be a lot. I think
0: it's pretty close.
1: (laughs) Thanks for all those downloads, guys. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you, all 15 of you.
0: (laughs) And thank you, Raquel. Um and thank you emily this i i also i will say all 15 of you are the reason we do this but also being able to hop on this podcast and do this with emily forever is the reason i do this also
1: 100 percent. yeah it's crazy the weeks that we don't do this how much i miss you like we are a little <laughs> oh. codependent at this point it's a bit much <laughs>
0: I just held Emily hostage for an hour before we started recording <laughs> looking at <the> three pictures. <laughs> I have a Pinterest board with three pictures that I wanted to show her so bad.
1: <laughs> they were really good pictures. They were I was glad to be there. I was glad to be shown those three pictures. It's not a comprehensive they were encapsulated. Pinterest
0: board. <laughs> But it really narrows in. I mean, they they told a story. They told a story in three pictures. What kind of house does Raquel want?
1: This kind of house. You gotta start adding more pool pictures so it's a more yeah. comprehensive view. Yep, manifest it into that board. Yeah. We, our breast, our, breast friendship? Come on, Em, keep it, PG. <laughs> our best friendship. <laughs> Jeepers Our best friendship is what keeps this going Is all I wanted to say And then I absolutely Ruined that There's no coming back What what is I'm quitting the podcast And I'll miss you so much But I can't come back from this You
0: can't You can't do this to me While I'm laughing too hard to stop you (laughs) like a child I'm 12 all you have to do is say the word breast and I lose my shit (laughs) I'm glad you laughed I'm
1: embarrassed I'm gonna go die now no no Um, why am I (laughs) like wait no (laughs) I have to tell you something else. We're never going to start the podcast because I'm going to tell you something and then I'll give, give it, I'll pass the mic to you and you'll get excited about it. And then I'll progressively get more and more tired. I don't know why I'm so tired, but I get excited. I have a thought and then I pass the mic and then I fall asleep. And then (laughs) I'm like, I guess we can start now. And then I remember I have another thought. So we're never going to start. Here's the next thought. I started a tiktok I got Bibby got her
0: first tiktok what? yeah Ooh. it's a thing it's a you, thing you are being called home by your generation <laughs> your generation said Emily you are gen z and you said I am and I can do this and I am incredibly impressed I, I can't do it if I do it I'll have to quit my job <laughs> for real But not to make TikToks, just to watch them. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: haven't made one yet, obviously, because I'm trash. But I have ideas for them. But the first idea that I had was to make a series. So one of our listeners told us we don't watch enough Limano dramas, even though he's the king of K-dramas. And so I was like, oh, maybe I'll switch, turn the tables Flip the switch, I will watch every Lee drama ever made. And that seemed like a good idea because I thought he was in like four dramas. He's in like a dozen. <laughs> and the first ones that he's in are like very background roles. I probably could have just cut those ones, but I didn't. I started with his very first show that came out in 2002, 20 years ago, guys. It's garbage. Okay. I've been watching it this morning. It is hot garbage. It's called Romance. Look it up. Don't watch it. Oh my God. I. It's so bad.
0: Look it up, but do not watch it. Look it up, but don't watch
1: it. I will. I'll start a roast channel just for that drama, separate from my actual TikTok that will be about all of his dramas. So wait for that. Wait for the roast channel.
0: Yeah, we have a new channel. It's called No Man's. It's about how much we hate the K drama romance. (laughs)
1: It'll be so much easier to find than the K drama romance because if you type K drama romance into Google, Google's like, do you want Crash Landing on You? Do you mean Descendants of the Sun? There's a lot. Have you heard of Goblin? Have you ever heard of Goblin? There's a lot of romantic K dramas out there if that's what you're looking for. And you have to be like, no, Google. It's called Romance. I guess it was the first K drama ever made, so they were allowed to just call it Romance.
0: <laughs> the year was 2002. K dramas didn't exist yet <laughs> until, until Romance. Uh,
1: if anyone's seen it, please reach out. I need help because I'm struggling. I'm on episode one, and it had, I finished episode one, it has zero Limono in it where is he i want to skip to his episodes i can't watch all 16
0: hours (laughs) he's just like the bus stop girl in that show and you you've already missed it he was just like in the he like you said he was a background character what you didn't know was that he literally was just standing in the background of like three scenes
1: (laughs) (laughs) no let me know speak up bud i need to hear i need to hear your voice I can't recognize faces very easily, and this was 20 years ago. Help me out. Say your name. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to do that series. I'm excited to watch all of its shows, but it's going to be cringe, and i got to lean into that, because otherwise I will be miserable.
0: I mean, I wish you so much luck. I, In my heart, I want to follow you on this journey, but not only do I not have tic-tac, tic-tac, <laughs> tic the tick tac oh uh, now i'm the fool with the words <laughs> i'm not
1: alone that's just because we're the same person and thank yeah. you for that
0: thank you <laughs> i will always follow you into the dark <laughs> <laughs> um i yeah because i can't follow you on TikTok because i don't have one and i'm afraid of getting one yeah, don't and get. And never surfacing. No, I can't do I'll it. I'll repost um, on because when our Reels Instagram. when Reels came out, I was unemployed, and it was up in the air if I would ever find a job again. <laughs> Mostly because <laughs> of I was Reels. just going to watch Reels all day. Yeah, yeah. I think there was a point in time when I literally for five hours just watched Reel after Reel. It was yeah, things got dark. I so um things like TikTok and Reels are really um dangerous for the ADHD attention span cuz they scratch that itch of the need for something like new stimulation constantly um but they also scratch the itch of like hyperfixation on one task of just like scrolling so it is uh so danger it's
1: dark have you seen the lobster man tiktoks he, he's not a lobster man. He's a lobster fisherman in Maine. Oh, I saw,
0: wait, is he, okay, so Craig showed me a video on, he showed me a reel. we are never going to start this podcast, <laughs> um, Just where a minute, he holds guys. up a mom lobster and it has like 8,000 babies <gasps> 80, attached to it babies. and then he hands her a fit. Yeah, 80,000 babies. Hands her a fish and throws her back in the ocean. That's the
1: guy. I watched his TikToks. Sorry, Reels. I was on Instagram. I watched his Reels for like at least an hour the other day. I was supposed to be doing (laughs) something. I don't know what, but I got on his Instagram page and just watched an hour of this (laughs) one guy and his lobsters. I... Hate lobsters. They're scary, but oh, they are
0: very spooky.
1: Compelling. This dude just holding these monsters of the
0: earth like they're nothing.
1: I love it. I am. Um, you
0: know the one that I just mentioned where he holds up the mom with all the babies attached to her? Yeah. I've, I've known for a long time that I low key have, I wouldn't call it for me a phobia, but I have some like, if if phobias maybe if like fears and phobias are on like a spectrum, then maybe I'm somewhere on the spectrum of the um fear of I think it's called like tryptophobia or something, where like like whole pattern or like repeating oh. and I should just look up an accurate definition of it. Um give me like two seconds. Brings on feelings of disgust or fear when you see the patterns with like lots of holes. Um, so it actually is showing me pictures that are making me a little bit nauseous. Uh, so that's why I think that I have some level of it. Like it it does make me like kind of nauseous, but it's kind of the same, like holes bother me. I always wanted to like crush wasps nests when I saw them when I was a kid, like they got to me and I wanted to like eliminate them. I didn't because I also did not want to get stung by wasps. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, seeing like all the bumps of like all of the little eggs did make me a little bit nauseous for sure. That was the longest way to tell that story for sure. <laughs> um, we have been recording for thirty five minutes and we have not started. I'm this podcast. Air all of this. This is all going up,
1: but I yeah. think it shows how we feel about Hellbound more than we could ever say in words just to avoid talking about Hellbound so much. But also, I don't know. I like when we riff. I like when we waffle. I like when we ramble mess. Hopefully other people do too. So thanks for coming. I'm having a good time. (laughs) I give Hellbound a 7 out of 10. Okay, good night. Okay, bye. Good
0: night.
1: (laughs) I also give it a 7 out of 10. Is that your real score? I don't know. I felt it in my heart. Um, let me think. Wait, wait, wait. Do you want to do the intro? (laughs) Fine. (laughs) We'll do our actual (laughs) podcast. Oh my god. Okay. (laughs) Okay. and welcome to Play on K, the Korean drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And this is the show where we take a K-drama, we watch it, I don't know, three episodes at a time, and then we get together here every week to talk about it.
0: Yeah, this week we planned on doing a bonus episode for Hellbound. This is it. And we've done, we've talked, so... We were here, we
1: recorded our talking. Isn't that what you guys pay for? <laughs> This is free! Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to our hell. You are
0: bound here.
1: (laughs) Sorry for holding you hostage while we didn't talk about Hellbound. We'll put it in the description so that you know what you're in for. and Maybe I'll even time tag it to be like, if you do really want to hear about Hellbound, from this point on, we will try to stay focused on Hellbound. But, um, gosh, what a show. Yeah, I think I would give it seven out of ten. It feels harsh because I loved the actors so much. But and the story. I feel like the story was really good. Dang, a lot of stuff was really good about it, but I just overall it just left a bad taste in my mouth.
0: Yeah, I mean it's weird to do it we it's so hard to do a bonus episode on this because we did exactly two episodes. It was so short this first season, it was only six episodes, so we did two episodes of podcasts, three each, and it's almost like you can't review each of those episodes, like each of those separated. So the first three and the last three are so different, it's hard to review them as one big bonus that we, I think we sort of did last week. To be fair, we did a lot of comparison between the two, which I think is the best way I go about it: of comparing the first half of the season and the second half of the season. And when you when you hold them up to the light, there's clearly one of those halves that is so much significantly more interesting to. I won't even say better. It was genuinely more interesting to watch the second half of that season.
1: Yeah. Something about the first half of this show just fell short. And I think I will stick with what we said, where it felt like it could have been bonus content. That could have been a movie that came out later that showed the origins of this world that they're living in. But we could have just started with episode four. We could have been full fantasy, this city of soul that's completely unrecognizable to us. And figured it out along the way, and I probably would have liked it a little bit better i
0: yeah, I would have liked it. There were so many i man, it's hard. there's so much we said last week about it that is such good bonus material content, <laughs> so I guess what I'll I just want to share my fun fact. We'll get it out of the way. Maybe the rest will come up organically after we after we start um so off podcast last week, I believe off podcast, um Emily mentioned uh mentioned that it was off podcast. Why am I so hung up on that? Um <laughs> we uh we talked extensively about webtoons comics. and em- Emily and I are both into webtoons and it was so funny that it just never came up. This series is a webtoon comic. Like it started on webtoons which we spend so much time reading and neither of us knew until until Technically, both of us knew today that we could have been reading it all along.
1: We could have just read this. I think... We could have read this. I've only seen the cover art for it. I looked it up just before the show when you told me that this was a webtoon. And I like the demons a lot better in the art, which is not terribly surprising. Obviously, CGI is quite difficult, so I'm sure they had a hard time replicating the artist's rendition onto the big screen but i i think i might enjoy the style of art better i don't think we talked about it enough in the show how much i didn't like the demons and the angel i think they could have gone a different direction with how those were represented
0: yeah i almost would want to see because i think it's maybe interesting that they did it opposite, right, where they made them look not like angels at all, or these, you know, these demons, which they never imply that they are, they themselves are good, right, but they just imply that they're carrying out God's will or whatever, and I actually think it would have been really interesting to make them kind of, maybe not, you know, beautiful or inviting in any way, but more, um... More, the word that's coming to me is grotesque, but like, I think that word carries more connotation of not, I don't know, I I almost would want to see like an elegance about them, right? Like something, because then I think it's so much more interesting when, I guess this is all based on my hopes, but when they start to explore more of the fact that these aren't something that are carrying out God's will, where it's like, I I would have liked to see them be something that people could be more sympathetic toward, specifically because they, this whole entire series shows like how much, how at least 50% of people really bought into the idea that this was, you know, God's will. And I guess all I'm trying to say is it would have been interesting to make them more, yeah, I guess, elegant or or something, you know, something that that would make people believe that they were God's messengers or something, I guess.
1: That's really interesting. I think when you say elegant, it makes me think of the water version and the kind of sand version that we saw in the later three episodes where they were more in elemental form. And I do think that would make it a lot harder to track down what they are and start to figure them out in season two, if that's the direction that they go in. But I liked it a lot better than it just seeming like three dudes running around. I liked that It felt like they were part of the earth reclaiming these people almost. And in that way, it felt maybe more tied to something supernatural or religious, like a god figure. So I like your point. I don't think I would have thought of that. That just making them three big buff dudes, in a way, took away from how believable they were as god's messengers at least for us as viewers who had the privilege of knowing at least halfway through the series that they weren't god's messengers. So, I don't know. Hindsight is 2020, but <laughs> I yeah, I think we spent so much more time with them that I just kind of took them for what they were whereas the angel face, the giant floating face for some reason felt even more disappointing. Wow, well, I was like, that's yeah, that's as creative as we got. It's just some dude's face.
0: It's tough because I feel like there's so few works of horror that do a really good job of bringing to life. i' for me, this is such a personal opinion For me, as soon as you show me. The thing I'm supposed to be scared of or the thing I'm supposed to believe is real. I immediately, it ejects me. It wrecks my immersion. I want mystery. I'm way more afraid of mystery.
1: Yes. Oh my God. I am so glad you said that. I'm the exact same way. I think I would have been so much more scared of this show, which it had a lot of genres baked into it. So they didn't necessarily lean into the horror ...as much as they could have anyways. But I think they could have built a lot more horror into it organically... ...had they made the angel and the demons much less obvious. If they had been a lot more shrouded in mystery. If we had taken a lot more time to see what they were, what they were capable of. Instead, it's just... You can you get two videos of this angel that's just some face... Floating in front of someone going, "You will be sent to hell, and it's three buff dudes running around like there's no there's no mystery, so there's not a lot of fear. There's not as much as there could be at least.
0: yeah, yeah, the fear is more in the like watching people confront knowing their own deaths are coming, and even then that's not maybe terrifying so much as you know heartbreaking or stressful mm-hmm. uh in some situations. I, but yeah, I, and I, I even get why they made them, you know, so visible and tangible because they, they wanted those recordings of them, right? Because that is, that was like a big thing that drove the plot is like, there was no denying, like, that a thing was happening. Because even if someone like photoshopped that or whatever, it like would come up unexpectedly for unexpected people. And it, what it was saying was true, and these people would die or whatever so many days or years or sometimes minutes later. Um, So I get why they wanted it to be visible. It's just so hard because I just don't know how you would reconcile those two things of keeping them nebulous enough to be consistently scary. And I think, yeah, that's like a thing specifically for me and you that we aren't as afraid of the things that we can see that we know aren't real, right? Like, you show it to me, and then I'm like, ah, not that scared anymore. Mm-hmm. Um But maybe some people, you know, saw that thing and were like, ooh, that's haunting, you know? Like, what a haunting face or something. Um So I don't know. I, like, this is, like not um good faith critique where i'm like i don't have the answer for you i just don't like what you did
1: (laughs) (laughs) and i mean to your point they could have been scary enough to serve the purpose of getting the characters in the show to be scared and to believe where i think most of the horror that this show leaned into was not angels and demons it was societal horror which we said a lot and To move that story along, maybe there was the necessity to show the angel and the demons in their full form so that people could believe in this thing that was happening. And so although maybe you and I prefer a different type of horror, it just wasn't fitting for the type of horror that they were going for in this show, which is fine. That's fine. Just... Yeah, I feel like any critiques that I have for this show are very, very personal. It's, for some reason, like, why do I say that? Like, every other show, my critiques are very valid, and they should change the show to be what I like. But this show, <laughs> I I will take a back seat. I don't know what I'm talking about, and that's valid and fair. Maybe it's because I know that the Webtoon author... Okay, this is Wikipedia, and I don't even remember it very well. But it said that this guy made an animated short called Hell, colon, something, 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 in like 2002. And then he kept trying to sell it and remake it and rebrand it for like two years. And then in 2009, I think, he started making Hellbound, the webcomic. He started drawing that, and it was kind of the evolution of this animated series that he had tried and failed to sell. And then in 2020, Netflix picked it up for a drama, and he became the director. He got to direct this series that it sounds like he's been working on for 20 years. And so part of me is like, how can I look at this thing that someone has been working on and updating and probably getting lots of critiques on and kind of working those critiques into his work. For the past 20 years, how can I look at it over the course of two weeks and be like, well, here's the things that I didn't like. I do that with literally every drama. That is our podcast, but also... Yeah, it feels wrong on this one. It feels like I know that I know too much about the guy and now he's my friend and I'm just proud of him for making this happen, for making this show come to life that he's been trying to bring to life for the past 20 years. And like applause. Applause to that. I'm so proud of you. No notes. You did a
0: good job. No notes. Uh no critiques here. Uh it was it was a flawless work. You honestly you carried it through for 20 years i couldn't be prouder uh Song ho i did i i directly went to his name as soon as i heard that story and i was like i got to know it and now <laughs> yeah now it feels wrong shit well <laughs> welcome to play on k <laughs> um do you want to talk about swimming pool <laughs> <laughs> it's something
1: we know a lot more about aka nothing we know a lot less about oh can i say okay we can kind of wrap this up we've been going on for too long anyways we wasted all our time talking about swimming pools which i think was the better choice for this drama (laughs) um can i say though i did see that they were nominated for a bunch of awards for this show but the ones they won the most awards in were best supporting actress for the woman who played, I want to say her name is Park jung Jungja. She was oh. the first one to be decreed live on air, yeah. And she won a bunch of awards for that. And I thought that was so neat. Hell yeah.
0: That is awesome. I loved her performance. Um, I fully cried when she said goodbye to her children and wished she had said a better goodbye. And then all I wanted to do was hug my mom her performance was outstanding. It couldn't have been better. So phenomenal. Yeah, there were a couple up uh, I loved the um I loved Tofi's parents. I loved uh and that was um the characters Bae Young Jae and Song So And they were really touching and that entire storyline. They there were while there were parts, especially in the first half, that were so difficult, I can see where so much was put into it, like telling the stories of these these characters who knew the end was nigh in in one way or another, and I just yeah, they did an outstanding job with that. also, I don't know if you want to play a rapid fire round of who's that face, I only have a couple okay, who's that faces? let's hear it. um so the actress who played Song So Hyung. Um, Tuffy's mom was, uh, in... Okay, so there's two names, um, for this show. What we know it as is Just Between Lovers. Okay. Um, I think the... I can't remember now all of a sudden what the new name I is I think it's for Rain it, or Shine. Rain or Shine, I think, yeah. You're right. Something about rain and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh... And then Jung Jin Soo was in Chicago Typewriter. Jung Jin Soo was um, the 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 OG prophet who dies uh, in episode three. Spoilers. Spoilers. Uh, those are really the only two people that, off the bat, I recognized. Um, I don't. Have like a deep dive. Who's that face? Yeah, there was no one I even recognized enough to be like, where do I recognize you from? There
1: was only to click one on their picture. for me, and it was the mother who was the the wife of Detective Kyung Han and the mother of. The murder daughter. I immediately recognized her. (laughs) Had no idea where from. But she was in the last show that we watched on the podcast, Dr. Romantic. She plays a pretty minor role of someone who protests against one of the doctors in the hospital because her dad died. And for some reason, her face just stuck with me. And now we're best friends. So that was the only one that I was like, I know her. And of course... Chicago typewriter, I think, I don't know if I told you this, but we had talked about Love and Contract, the new Parkman Young series that just came out Yes, a couple weeks ago, just before we started Hellbound. We were talking about Love and Contract and you said one of the guys from Chicago typewriter is in it, the guy who plays the typewriter. And (laughs) so we started watching this show and I was like, isn't that the guy from Chicago Typewriter? Isn't Jung Jin Su the ty- the the guy? But did Raquel get it wrong? Cause he's not the typewriter. He's the main guy. And I was so confused for so many days <laughs> until I finally edited the episode and I realized we were talking about a totally different drama. But good for those two boys. The Chicago Typewriter boys are going so far in their careers. Happy for them both to be in. New new dramas this year. Very exciting. Yep.
0: Yeah, I hope that someday, uh, so the actor who plays Jung Jin Su, his name is Yu Ain. And I hope that someday I see him in a role where I This sounds so terrible. Where I like him, he's very good. I want to say he's very good at his portrayals. Like, he did such a good job at playing the, like, prophet of a cult.
1: Yeah. I thought you were going to say, I hope he someday starts a cult, because I would fully join. 100%. Yeah.
0: I just so I remember not really liking his character very much in Chicago Typewriter, nor
1: the way he dressed. And then, no, none of it was good. I, yeah, for, do you remember that
0: sweater with all <laughs> yes, the holes? Yes, I do.
1: I will remember it forever.
0: <laughs> um, and then yeah, he's in this, and he so between the two, I think I've just reached a point where I see him, and I will always be like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to like this character. Mm-hmm. Which isn't great, I know. Um, I will try not to judge in the next K-drama we watch that he is in. I will try and keep an open mind. It's just, he's so good at playing characters I don't like. Yeah. But I want
1: him, because I love romance, so I want him to be another romantic lead, but one that I enjoy. Okay. Yep. Please. please. Cuz you you're a good-looking guy. So, please let me be on your team. <laughs> please. Um, do we have any awards for this drama? I can think of only one, bus stop girl. Um, uh, who's who's your
0: bus stop girl?
1: My bus stop girl is there's a guy who I think had really long hair who drove I want to say he drove the getaway car a few times for Bae Young Jae, but I kn- I'm pretty darn sure he drove the getaway car for Min Hye and Bae Young Jae and what's his wife's name? So Hyun? Yeah. And the- So Hyun after they escape the new truth. And then they just drive into like a tunnel and they switch cars. So he disappears. And that's the last time you see him. Bus stop girl approved.
0: Bus stop girl approved. He doesn't have a name. He doesn't have a role. He barely has a speaking part. He, we assume, goes back to save the distraction man, but we don't know.
1: He probably does, because he's a true bus stop girl. He'll do good. He's a true bus stop girl. Does a good turn. He does a good turn. So, yeah, I liked him, and he left an impression, a good impression, but he just kind of did his thing and left. That's a bus stop girl move. That
0: is a bus stop girl move. Yep, he, I think... I don't have any contenders, so he's kind of winning. It's an uncontested bus stop, girl. Nice. Nice.
1: I don't think anyone gets the happy award. Nope. Maybe (laughs) Jungja could have been a contender, a nominee, had she died. But she came back to life at the end of the show, so that's on her. We're taking your
0: award away. (laughs) Maybe the baby? Just kidding, I don't know. That baby would have to do a lot more. (laughs) That baby has
1: not done enough. I think we can give it to the baby. I think that's a really sweet one. It fits with the happy one. The award. baby didn't... The baby also didn't
0: die. Yeah. Does happy have to die? <gasps> Maybe the baby's mom? No, I don't know. The baby's parents? Are they... Is, do they have too much of a part to be happy? Yeah, I just winners? didn't like They them just enough. sacrifice themselves. They kind of yeah. want it at <laughs> yeah, the it end. But... Do I like that as much as a Golden Retriever? No. No, No, I do not. (laughs) And that's...
1: I don't think that's in question at all.
0: (laughs) If the new criteria for Happy Award is, do I like this person as much as a Golden Retriever, it will be a hard standard to me. I'm not saying it's impossible. Just look at Henry Lau. But it will be a hard standard to meet.
1: <laughs> it will have to be either an actual golden retriever or Henry Lau.
0: Henry Lau, the human equivalent of a golden retriever. <laughs>
1: oh. So. Okay. Sorry. What's your, what's your final rating? I think I gave mine and you were pretty sure on yours. Final ratings. And then we'll say goodbye.
0: Yeah, uh, my final rating, I'm going to stick with a 7. I think that balances because I probably liked the first half about a 6 and the second half about an 8, Yeah, and so 7 feels like a good, happy medium.
1: That's a good way to put it. I am. I'm also sticking with a 7. There were things about this that were 10 out of 10, like the characters, and I liked a lot of the directing, but there were some parts of this that just, they weren't my thing. They weren't my thing. And that's a problem. <laughs> that's problem that's a problem for me. That's a problem for me, because I'm <laughs> the one giving the rating. So, <laughs> anyways, so tell us your rating. Let us know what you thought of this drama. You can email us at playnkpodcast@gmail.com.
0: at gmail.com. Yep, yeah, or you can comment on our episodes, uh, or there's a lot of stuff. So we have those episodes on the website where you can comment, or you can check out our affiliates on the website. Play, or... Blueberry Podcasting, if you're interested in uh, starting a podcast, you can check out that affiliate. If you are interested in securing your internet presence and maybe watching some dramas that might not be licensed in your region, you can check out NordVPN. And if you want to learn a new skill, do some skill sharing, you can check out Skillshare.
1: Yeah, that's all at playonk.com. I have been using Nord a lot lately to watch Romance, the 2002 drama that (laughs) Lee Min Ho is in, because I I knew that I'd have to dig through the annals of the internet to find this romance (laughs) drama, and uh, I did, and I was scared, because I don't have a Mac that protects me from viruses just automatically. I don't know how effective (laughs) they are at that nowadays, but... I know NordVPN is super effective at that, so that's what I used. Anyways, also, you can find us on Instagram at PlayOnKPodcast. We're a little more into that nowadays. I'm trying to use it more often, and I will post my TikToks on there so that you and Raquel can see them. For any of those <laughs> of you who still don't have TikTok, I I stand with you, and I will repost All of my TikToks there. We also have Twitter. We are at PlayOnK, or I'm on TikTok PlayOnK underscore Emily.
0: Hey, that's a good name. Thanks. Leaving Leaving that Raquel open for any of our listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Maybe I'll have to make one just to lock down the username. I'll think about it for a week before this episode goes live. Okay. Um, less than a week what day is it anyway um the last thing that we usually like to just shout out is that the freest and i think it's the last thing i guess we could man i'm a mess remember how we were almost out of here um just that the freest and coolest way to help us out not the coolest all of the ways that you help us out are cool. But the freest way to help us out is to rate, review, or su- subscribe wherever you listen to us.
1: Yeah! We will see you next week with our newest drama. Do we want to announce it? You all voted on it. So we're thankful and we're excited yeah. to not watch a I feel committed. Nice, sweet, easy, Christmassy drama because we're idiots and we didn't <laughs> know what Little Women was about. We're going to watch a suspenseful kind of psychological thriller, I think. I'm not really sure what we're in for. We're watching (laughs) Little Women. We'll see you probably with two episodes of that next week. Yeah. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.